Hey guys, and welcome back to the Narelle Let's Get Real Pod Podcast. It has been a hot minute, and I've been a hot minute, and I've been a pause. It has been a very much lengthy break, and I didn't want to just like hop into the episode and pretend like nothing happened. I was very tempted to do that, but I was like, nah, like let's be real, let's be honest to the people. Um, and with being honest, it's just that I was going through a lot. Work got so busy that every single day when I would get off of work, I would just come back and I would just want to relax. Like my brain just felt like it was completely melted and I kind of lost my outside creativity outside of my job. And sometimes it takes a while to get it back. And sometimes you do have it back, but you also still need time and you just have to wait and listen until it is until you kind of just feel in your spirit and in your heart that it's your your time to come back and to do what you love to do. And I thought it was I literally thought I was gonna come back last month. I thought I was gonna come back the month before that. And I just kept saying it and saying it and saying it, and then I realized, okay, I just simply need to post it on my Instagram account where you know basically the main podcast branding is because like at that point I always say my word is bond and by doing that I'm not going to back out because it's so easy to be like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it yeah I'm gonna do it and you just never do so I was like you know what I have been creating all these graphics and doing all this stuff and I just like haven't been putting it out so I was like we're gonna put it out today so i put all that out and i was just like i know i've been gone for a while but whoever needs to like hear and listen and wants to just be one with the podcast they'll come back they'll find their way back and we'll also just continue to regrow our audience and just regrow as human beings but no things just got like very heavy um very strained and i just did not feel creative i didn't like anything i was recording and i just felt like the content wasn't worth putting out i guess to other people if they listen to all the other audio that i recorded they were like no no like it's not bad it's not bad but the biggest thing is you're always your worst critic And at the end of the day, I feel like I will always have a certain standard for myself that I do want to adhere to. And if I don't like it, then it's not going to go out and I don't care. So I just really just wasn't in the right mindset to care about the podcast, honestly, like just point blank period. I had so much other things on my mind. And the podcast was definitely not a priority. I just wanted to live life again. And just I guess try to just figure out what I wanted. And I still don't know. I mean, three months is not going to change your life. (laughs) It's probably longer than three months at this point. But yeah, I am happy to be back. But just to manage everyone's expectations a little tiny bit. This episode is not going to be super, super long. I feel that one of the biggest things that could set you up for failure or like your own perceived failure is trying to like come back into something and going a thousand and twenty million percent. I'm not going to overdo it. I'm going to record and put out a good episode and keep it pushing, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, okay, we're hitting 45 minutes. We're hitting, we're not doing that. I'm not going to do that to myself because I still have to edit this after. Okay, recording is the easy part. Recording and speaking is easy. It comes naturally, girl. I can talk five, 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 five millions and five million, whatever, bajillions. I can talk all day, but you still got to edit. So you got to keep that in mind. But guys, that is my lengthy, lengthy ramble of why I left and why I'm back. Because for a while, I did not think I was going to come back. I was really just going to let this podcast die and have like everything that I put out just be what I put out. And hopefully like people will happen to listen to it and 
come across it better than that i was just gonna call it a day but i'm back and we're just gonna see what happens i'm not gonna put any pressure on the future i already have like episodes pre-recorded and edited for the rest of this month but i'm not going to put pressure on what next month is going to look like we're going to go with the flow and we're going to go with the energy that i'm feeling and i'm just going to try to match it so guys i just got back from work i am kind of warm because it's like ollie warm outside it's been freezing so i'll take it but you look i've been gone i've been gone i've been gone but one thing about me candle of the week has not been gone but i do like i still like my candles okay and today's candle of the week it is special it is grace from the heavens above because my dad got it for me so Anyone who knows me knows I love Joe Malone. I love their aesthetic. I love their scent. I love their marketing. I love everything, everything, everything about Joe Malone. So my dad, him knowing this over the holidays, he got me a Joe Malone candle. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. And it just reminds me of home while I'm away from home as well. So today's candle of the week is Oud Bergamot. Mmm, mmm, get into it, get into it. I'm just like sitting here and like just smelling it and my life just feels changed like once more. Yes, so today's scent is Eau de Bergamot. It's so good. It is like what I would want a man to smell like, but better. You know what I'm saying? But better, but better, but elevated. Elevated like 10%. So guys, that is our candle of the week. And with that being said, my throat is mega extra dry. So I am going to drink some water. I hope you get your water. I hope you get your starlight mints, as long as they're not the starlight mints from CVS, because we do not claim those, and we will be back. So you guys are probably sitting here and thinking, distinguish the voice, like, what does that even mean? It sounds like a title that you just grabbed because it sounded very smart and very like somebody who reads a book from time to time. And that's why the title got picked. No, that is not why the title got picked. I have been on this journey for probably, I, I can't say my whole life because I don't even know what I was thinking when I was one years old. So I don't know, but I have been on this journey of focusing on distinguishing the voice aka distinguishing my inner thoughts my feelings and trying to distinguish them and like pretty much understand them and i've been inspired to talk about this topic for a long time but i would say what really really triggered it in a positive way was a couple weeks ago i was literally laying on the couch and i made a voice note on my cell phone of me laying on the couch and i was sitting there as i was laying there i said Oh man, this feeling, what I was feeling felt very weird because it was content and peace. But then I realized that peace and loneliness can mimic each other so much. And how can you distinguish that? And also what I'm going to do, honestly, is I'm going to play just like a snippet of that voice note that I did because I feel that that sometimes i try to sometimes i do try to record like in that moment even if it's on my phone because like you're never going to get a thought that's more clear than that okay so i'm going to play that real quick and hopefully i didn't ramble too much okay okay so i'm sitting here right and for this podcast episode it's all about like your voice and distinguishing your voice 
And I feel like in this moment, in this like contemplative moment that I'm sitting here right now, and I'm like, this is like what distinguishing the voice is all about. I'm sitting on the couch, not sitting, I'm laying on the couch right now, staring at the ceiling, looking just at the ceiling. I'm listening to Hey Girl by Steven Sanchez. And I'm just, it's like this moment of peace where like you have to sit here and distinguish the what does feeling numb mean and what does feeling content mean. So I was literally laying on the couch and I was thinking, what is the difference between numb and feeling content? Because as I was laying on the couch, I didn't really want to talk to on the phone with anyone. I felt like very at peace in that moment as I was literally sitting there staring up at the ceiling, listening to Hey Girl, and just feeling very I felt very intertwined with the moment that that I was in. I felt very much present. And in that moment I realized that feeling numb feeling content, it can really mimic loneliness. And sometimes you have to sit with yourself and think, how can I pinpoint which of those feelings? And as of late, I have really been focusing on just trying to distinguish the voice. I always say to myself, is this me speaking or is this somebody else? There's certain thoughts that you can have in your head and you're just thinking like, I would never talk to myself like this, so why am I? I would never have these scary thoughts, so why am I? Is this me? Is this something else? Who is this person in my ear because a voice sounds like me, but I know it's not me. So you're like sitting here and you're trying to understand how to fortify your mind, how to separate your thoughts, how to know when negative thoughts that aren't really your voice are entering, and then also how to listen to your true thought. And it's something that I have been dealing with for a very, very long time, and I've been trying to deal with for a very, very long time. Because I would have moments where I am on a high, right? I was like, okay, I'm just going to use this example. So I recently just like redid my whole bedroom. So I was like, okay, I'm going to redo my bedroom. Let's go. Ah, you know, super, super excited. And because like you've amped up this entire experience and needs to live up to a certain hype, right? So I'm doing everything, putting everything together, going to the store, all the items for it. And then when I'm in the store, it's like this sudden like, boop. it's like a switch flicks and I could care less that about my room. I feel nothing. I feel very weird. I can't process it in my head. I don't know what's going on. I don't really feel present anymore in the moment I'm experiencing. And it would just happen and it would go that way for like weeks, right? Just like weeks of just numbness of not feeling like myself quite right but then also not knowing how to get out of that mindset and then when I was laying on the couch I was like are these the same feelings are these same feelings and I realized like they're not when I was laying on the couch I felt content I felt at peace I felt like I didn't need to talk to anybody I felt comfortable in my own presence I felt content just in silence and with myself while when I was in the store it was like a 180 flip and I felt like my emotions shut off like instantly and I just could not care to even be present in the moment. I didn't care about anything I was doing, about the decorations I was getting. I didn't care. I just like no matter what I would do, I would just feel nothing. And I realized when I was laying on the couch that numbness and content can very much mimic each other, but they're not the same. They're not the same at all. And it's crazy because to most people, they're probably saying they're like, oh my gosh, it took you like this on to like figure that out. It's not easy when you have a million 
thoughts always going through your head, when pain can cloud your judgment so much, when trauma can cloud your judgment so much, because it makes it even more difficult to know your own voice, to understand your own thoughts, because a lot of times you can have like self-deprecating thoughts. And it's hard to sit here and try to understand as a person, who am I? And then also as a person, why would I talk to myself like this in this type of mindset? But I guess for me, it would be like, why am I not speaking to myself? Why am I shutting down? Why am I numb? And look, let me tell you this. I don't even have the answer for that. I am still like on this track of like self-discovery of trying to understand like my own sadness, my own numbness, not understanding why it happens, but then also kind of understanding why it happens, why I will spiral sometimes. It's just like this collective that you're constantly learning, you're constantly adapting to. And my goal in life is always to, how can I better adapt to these situations? How can I handle these situations better the next time? Because look, I'm not naive enough to think that like one day, like all of my trauma, all my pain, everything I've been through is just going to wipe away. No, like I'm forever going to remember every single thing I've been through. Sadly, I have to learn how to cope with it. I was listening to, uh, I guess essentially I was listening to a podcast with Lucy Hill from Pretty Little Liars and she was talking about her um, alcoholism and how for a lot of her life, she was very comfortable being like the victim and how being when you're in your 20s being the victim is you have to do that. But she said eventually you do have to start to attempt to take ownership of your own life because at the end of the day, you can be a victim, but the person who victimized you sleeps easy at night. And it's a thing that sucks to hear, but it's a fact. They sleep easy at night. They're not thinking about the fact that they might have traumatized you, that they have changed who you are fundamentally as a person. They're literally sleeping easy. But why can't I sleep easy too? And I realize that it's not about trying to fix what I've been through. It's about trying to adapt to it and trying to cope with it and figure out ways to live on with it. And that first step is distinguishing the voice and distinguishing the thoughts in my head and in your own head. That's the first step. And it's not an easy step. Every single day, there's something new, something else that will test you, that will test your resilience. And it's not easy. And it's okay to not always be resilient. It's okay to be weak. But I think the biggest thing is that sometimes when you're sitting there, a thought might come into your head and you just have to be like, that's not me i don't know who it is but it's not me and that all just comes down to listening to yourself and ways that i have always done this is i talk to myself like a shit ton and i don't care if anyone thinks it's weird but i talk to myself so much when i am going through something tough i talk out loud to myself i just try to voice it and it's all about Like the main reason for me doing that is so that I can understand my own voice and how I truly feel about myself. So then when these dark, negative, numbing thoughts enter it, I know they're not mine. They're not me. It's just this moment, this darkness that I'm feeling in this second is clouding my judgment, is clouding who I am, is clouding my ability to be me. And you know, growing up, there's always this thing of like, adapting and not really knowing who 
or what I was because everything just kind of felt very unsettled. It felt that I was constantly standing on very shaky ground and that any day and every day the ground would be pulled from underneath me. And I still struggle with that now as an adult. I say as an adult, but I still feel like a child that just came out the womb and is screaming for their parents. And then you're like, wait, I'm grown. I have to pay bills and this is kind of ghetto. So that's like a whole thing within itself, but it's hard and this can be scary. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this podcast episode so far. And here's your quote of the week. It only takes one voice at the right pitch to start an avalanche by Diana Hardy. Enjoy the rest of the episode, guys. I guess the biggest thing I'm trying to say is that distinguishing your voice is really listening to your own inner monologue and separating who you really are to the darkness. The darkness is basically essentially the dark thoughts for me is essentially like the thoughts you have when you're not yourself, when you don't feel like you, you, you're like, this is not who I am. I'm usually not like this. Well, sometimes we are, but the biggest thing is like, how can I cope with this? How can I adapt to this? How can I try to change my outlook on this? And I always say, take small steps. Don't try to do anything very drastic at one point, at one sitting, because it's so, so unbelievably hard to follow through with that. Because now, as you're trying to learn how to listen to your own inner monologue and listen to yourself and distinguish your own voice, now you sat here and you put together like a huge template of rules and things you need to follow to heal. Healing is never linear. Healing does not happen overnight. Healing is not something that you're just going to snap your fingers and it's going to happen. Healing is a process. It is a long journey. It's about adaptation. It's about coping and it's about finding who you are. It doesn't have to be in that order at all. But the biggest thing is to always give yourself grace and to never use the word should. That's something that I've learned from my therapist. I love her. One up for the homie. I never use the word should anymore and it has helped me so much. I'm never like, oh, I should have done this. I'm always like, you know, it's all about verbiage. It's all about rewording the way that you're speaking to yourself as well. It's about being kinder. I always say that we need to expand our vocabulary. And a lot of times people, oh my gosh, like da da da, every time I say expand your vocabulary. And I say that because when you expand your vocabulary, you can start to be a little bit kinder to yourself because now there's a different way you can talk to yourself. Instead of using negative words, we can reword it into a way that is a little bit more positive. The more words you know is like better, you know, instead of saying, oh my gosh, I'm a burden or I feel this way, or I'm just going to use an example. When I eat, I can get a little bit self-deprecating because I always feel awful afterwards. And then instead of me being like, you shouldn't have done that. You knew this would happen. 
you shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't. I'm like, you know, I definitely could have went about that a better way. Um, but I did enjoy what I had in the moment. Did it cause me pain? Yes. But you're human. And at the end of the day, humans do eat. Now, your body does not allow you to eat how everyone else does. So when you do, it will be more difficult. But that does not mean it's your fault that you're in pain. It just means that you're a human being who wanted to eat food. It's a completely different way of talking to myself and also giving myself the same empathy that I give others. Because a lot of the times, we only give empathy to others and we leave none for ourselves so guys i hope that you enjoyed today's quick little podcast episode i am happy to be back i'm not going to put too much pressure on myself for trying to get to 30 minutes or anything like that because what's important is the message not the length of time so guys i'm happy to be back but before we even go before we go first things first don't forget to follow your girl at what noel let's get real on instagram that's where you get all the podcast updates that's where i post everything i also have my website and that is just noelleskinreal.com i am happy to be back i am feeling pretty great right now and i'm just going to take that as a win i'm not going to put pressure on how i feel in this moment i'm just happy that i feel the way i do right now so guys i will see you back same time next week i will really see you back same time next week i'm telling you all my word has to be bond at this point and Have a great weekend, live life, spread some love, and all you can do at the end of the day is follow your dream. I hope that there's someone out there to listen, and I'll see you guys next week.